wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know. This is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Welcome to Three Grams and a Mic. I'm Graham Cotton. I'm here with Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. G'day, boys. G'day, gents. How are we doing this afternoon? Pretty good. Getting ready for the uh, NRL Grand Final tomorrow. Uh, kicking off from Brisbane. It was on again, it was off again. Unsure whether it's still going ahead with the grand final with a few cases, but only two cases today. So it looks like 75% crowd. Yeah. So they said they'll go ahead with 50%, even if it does get delayed. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll go over that later, but I think Penrith. Yeah. I think they've lost one. They're pretty desperate. And they got beaten by South 16 10 recently and played pretty ordinary. They've gone a long way, long way around, though. Yeah, they played uh, extra games. There's going to be a few of the petrol tickets on that journey. And there's a few injury doubts, too. So I know it's a big step, but I, I, I still think they, they go ahead and drop things. What's the odds, anyone? No, and it, and it's very, very similar to the AFL odds. Can you look um, at that for us? I will look that up. sixty odd for Penrith and 220 odd for the Rabbits. Even with the week off. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's it's really it could it could go that way. It's pretty close. Well, we've got the strong injuries. Yeah, yeah. Then they got a few injuries bounce, quite a few. Yeah. So, AFL grand final happened between this podcast and the last one, boys. Want a bit of a recap? So, it, by the way, it had the highest TV ratings of anything in twenty twenty one. Um, about four point one one million. Up about 39% on 2019's numbers. Twilight Grand Final. And created a, a nightmare in Victoria as a result of those ratings. Yeah, all the party yeah. led to many, many cases. What the, how many of the apps? 1488. After 1450. They're saying a third of them directly related to the AFL Grand Final. The rest were pro, uh, rioters or whatever you want to call protesters. Yeah. Demon supporters. <laughs> Yeah, we can only hope. <laughs> I, imagine, I don't think the Bulldogs were out there celebrating just quite like What so, a game, though. Yeah, it was contrast, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, it's a cracking game. It was. For a game that ended up so far apart as a neutral, it was really enjoyable to watch. It was good for about three quarters, to be in fairness. It was, yeah, I actually watched a little bit of it yesterday, and uh, the third quarter, when the Dolphins came out with it, that half time, you, you thought the Bulldogs were potentially going to run away with it. Melbourne, great start. Bulldogs come back, seesawed, and then halfway through the third, Melbourne just kicked like kids. So halfway through the third, Bris- oh, Brisbane, the Western Bulldogs are up 13. 19, I think it was. 13 or 19, yeah, 19. And then it went, I think it was 100 to 7 mm. for the rest of the game. Yeah, it was three or four goal lead at three quarter time. Mm. And the Bulldogs were still in it at three quarter time, yeah. really. But that, yeah, they just put them. So they just smashed them in the middle of the like they have given goals away like lollies at the end. Every player got one. Yeah. So the critique of that has been that they should have employed a sweeper or two because they were, from the, every um, bounce they were basically getting ahead of the pack and there was no one there. I think Libertore at one stage dove in, didn't get the ball, they just run the other way 
after they'd scored one or two and they'd made three and then all of a sudden it was four or five. So I think they kicked nine in a row from the bounce. So that was pretty bad. To be honest, pretty hard to stop. Like when they're in a, we're in the midst of form like that. Like it's the best ruck in the league. Um, and look at the kicks that they've got. Potentially the best too. <laughs> Luke Jackson was great too, wasn't yeah, he? he was. Yeah. He was good. He was really good. So no, they were, they were going to be stopped. They wouldn't, wouldn't have needed 10 sweepers. Was, <laughs> well, the Bulldogs they play with a sweeper. They hadn't played with a sweeper to get themselves 90 points up. How much of it do you reckon was the Bulldogs hitting the wall? Because they'd, they'd travelled 10,000 kilometres in the previous three weeks. Yes. They'd, they'd done it the hard way. Um, I know they had the, the two weeks off, but it just looked like when they hit the wall, they had nothing left. It, like halfway through that third quarter. I think the I think it was a fair brand up. I think it's a lot of damage. The travels each. Because they, they were just rich as hats. Oh, I just, I, Melbourne just had it on. I think sometimes it can be your day, um, and it can be just Melbourne's day because they just were the punches and everything. They bounced the ball. The track is, you know, from the sideline there was dribble kicks yeah. through, and, and that really changed. It started, the didn't it? That yeah. started it. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you who I really liked when the game was there to be won was um, Brayshaw. Mm. I, thought, I thought he yeah. was sensational. He kicked a clutch goal too. Yeah, to be yeah, yeah. that was that diving back. They didn't miss. That's the other thing. Yeah, like they nice. just did not give the Bulldogs an opportunity. Yeah. They just they kicked very not. accurately. Yeah, yeah. That that end of that third quarter when they kicked four and four minutes. Yeah, mm. just it was great to watch. That wasn't it? All the air went out of the Bulldogs. Yeah. No team. They started the first quarter like that. To be honest, they were pretty dominant in the first quarter. I thought they were going to blow them out, and then. Bulldogs come back for a quarter and a half, and I thought, oh, okay, maybe it's going to change. Yeah. But the floodgates. Richmond type dynasty. Mm, yeah, they've got the side. Yeah, they've got too many old blokes in that side. They have to go for a younger group. Yeah. And well, hopefully they can, because we've been waiting 50 yeah, years. 57 so. years. I tell you, who I was really happy for was Ben Brown. Mm. After the way North basically shafted him after years and years of sterling service up front with a crap team for him to pick up a premiership I thought yeah I don't know. he was pretty important to be he honest. was he yeah. some big marks and when he didn't he brought it to the ground, ground. we, we talked about that in the last podcast didn't we yeah. I was talking about you know, at least he's up front trying to get the mark and if he doesn't get it then they're able to score off that kick of three kind of just goes to show that it's you know you've got to have a, a, a look at the team and the structure and who are we missing we're missing that guy, and he may not have, he wasn't right at North Melbourne, but you put him in that side with the right, you know, he's not, he's not the, he's a key forward, but he's not expected to kick six, seven, eight. He only has to kick a couple because the midfielders are all going to be run. Yeah, it's small. He only wants to get down to probably kick it. He only yeah. had yeah. Well, he didn't have many. He's pretty quiet, wasn't he? Yeah. One kick for the game. Yeah. Um, Very quiet. It's good. Fridge wouldn't give it to him. Yeah. Him. He was great too, wasn't he? Yeah. But that's Ben Brown's part of that. That's it. And that's part of creating the space for Fridge. Yeah. And the way the, the style of game at the moment is open to, you know, a, a strong marking forward where, you know, previously all the flooding and all that sort of stuff didn't and the, the ability for the guy holding the mark to move and all that sort of stuff, it stifled it a fair bit, but now it's a bit more free flowing. That yeah, role's more more important. The big the big forward is really important just to bring it to ground so that you don't have you know, the big defender that 
come in and, and take the last pass. Because so many scoring chains are launched from that back fifty. Mm. So flood back so quickly. You don't get the ball as quickly, and then you've got to bomb it in, and that's where you need to get flood. There's been a few trades too. The trade market started, I think, today or yesterday. Well, the market just goes straight on to it pretty quickly, to be honest, as soon as the grand final has done their end to it. So Jay Kelly's gone from Adelaide to Essendon. You mentioned today someone's going to go. George Hewitt from Swans. Yeah. And Mabio Chaw, I don't know how to pronounce that, from Richmond to the Gold Coast. Yeah, Richmond wouldn't be happy with that. Any of those fringe players that are saying, What are Richmond crying about? They're keeping, they want to keep uh, Cameron Jones. And they're, they're crying because they've finally lost one. They've never lose, they don't usually lose anyone, do they? Yeah, no, it's, yeah, and that's the bad thing. People just want an opportunity. Yeah. Charles early, mid 20s, he wants to 20, 26 and he's played 40 games or something. Yeah, yeah. he's got to go. Yeah. 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 That's good for them. Lipinski, that's, oh, yeah. Lipinski's trying to get to the finals. Why? <laughs> uh, what about vaccination? So the AFL, um, like all the other businesses in Victoria, have been advised that they must be fully vaccinated by the 26th of November. So if the pre-season games and all the training and all that sort of stuff, if you're not vaccinated, you can't train, can't, can't work. play. Mm. So that's... That's mandated. Sport. Every, that's any, that's any, anyone that wants to go into Victoria. Any worker. Yeah. Any worker. Big move. Will it happen across other states, you reckon? Oh, WA, I reckon, would be a chance. WA. Queensland would be another one. Quadruple vaccine. Just pick the Labor states. Yeah, <laughs> Queensland will depend on how Anastasia is feeling at the moment and whether she's what the elections look like. game coming up or not. Or what the elections look like. Do you think Victoria's moving away because of the number of cases that they've got? It's nearly 1,600 today. Yeah, so the, the Ashes, the Ashes, and the Aussie Open, he's announced, um, Dan Andrews, the Premier, has announced that anyone that wants to participate needs to be fully vaccinated by the end of November, otherwise they're not allowed to attend Victoria. Wow. So, wow. Any, yep. So, so if you're vaccinated on the 4th of December, you can't come into Victoria in January? No, I'm talking, oh, well, he's saying professional sports. So the Aussie Open and the, the and the Ashes. Now I'm not sure specifically why that date, but I guess it's to work out, you know, all the the logistics of it. I guess. Mm. It'll be interesting to see if we get some professional sports people out there that decide not to come because they they want to be vaccinated. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether that gets the jab because it's been pretty anti-vax. Yeah, or well, pro-choice or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 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 But if it's a chance, I did see Philip Booster's crying poor the other day. So <laughs> he might make come back. Yeah, amount of money. Apparently, he when he was at his prime, he was stuck trying to get a, a taxi somewhere in the city, and said he couldn't get. It. So he just went and bought a hundred thousand dollar car and sold it the next day. <laughs> Whether that story is true or not, well, if it is, that's just madness, isn't it? No wonder he's broke. Um, rugby league news. Talking that, I was going to say, no one ever accused all professional athletes of being broke 
Chinese scholars. <laughs> and you led straight into it with rugby league. Yes, <laughs> rugby league. So, uh, well, first of all, it started with the Warriors, young and uh, former Brisbane player, Reese Walsh, who uh, was caught uh, at a pub, I think it was, not, not, oh, he was asked to move on, he didn't move on, and was arrested. And then when they arrested him, they searched him, they found cocaine on him. So he was arrested. He made a public apology with the CEO and football manager pretty much the next day, which credit to them, they, they took yeah, it. I reckon. And they owned it. The right way to handle it. But yeah. mind you, Reese Walsh is carrying illicit drugs. The cops say move on. No, he didn't know that. you No, he didn't. Move yeah, on. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So they Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Aren't you going, oh, shit. <laughs> How lucky is that? Yes, officer. Um, I'll be home in five Probably minutes. Showed. Probably showed where he's meant to stay for that. Mm. So cocaine appears to be the drug of choice for professional athletes. Mm. Is that? Yeah. Is that and and wags try? and wags and wags. Yeah. Nadia Bartel. Bartel. <laughs> that because you can't try and get caught that drug. Yeah. Well, it's it's harder. Um, the NRL yeah, are pushing faster. The, well. Yeah, that's where the NRL are pushing for follicle testing. Oh, yeah. And the players' association. Are I don't think we can say they're all taking it. It's a pretty yeah. harsh. It seems to me it's been right for a long Cocaine and professional sports. Yeah, I mean, Mark, Mark Bosnich, many, many years ago. Yeah. Mark and All Night Delight. Yeah, it's, there's all this. <laughs> it's been around yeah. for a long time, and I think people with yeah. money, that's usually the drug of choice by them. Yeah. Um, it's not marijuana or whatever. That was in the days gone by. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Storm players were Brandon Smith, Cameron Munster, and Chris Lewis. For them to do it after. Pretty much straight away. Yeah, and on like the grand no, final weekend. Walsh has done it. Come out the day. Grand final week, sorry. Bellamy got coach of the year. Yeah, there was a day at Dally M's. Yeah. That were announced the same day. That's <coughs> What do you make of the penalties? Because they were talking Munster 40, Smith 30. 50 and 40, yeah. 50 for Munster yep. okay. and 40 for Smith, yep. plus suspensions. Yeah, two-week suspension. Mm. Mitchell Pearce yeah. got five or six weeks and 100 grand. Eight weeks. Uh, sorry, it was eight weeks, you're right. 100 grand, admittedly 25 suspended. Mm. So 75 payable now and eight weeks out. And he basically had to flee the country to get yeah. away from it. Yeah. What do you think, sir? Apparently, what would Munster be on? Seven, eight hundred, yeah. more. For fifty and up. No. Should it be a percentage of your pay packet? Like Simmons in the US at the moment, where he's willing to risk millions each week just not to go. Like the well, money doesn't matter. Ben Simmons. Well, we just touched on that. He's uh, the club that just today or yesterday said. They're going to hold his next instalment, which is 8.1 million US, so about 11 Australian, holding that off. And every time he doesn't play, they'll take out 400,000. Or every time he doesn't practice, 220,000. And just keep dwindling away that 8 million, and then they'll give it to him when he comes back. Fair enough. Yeah. His contract is finished, he's done. Yeah, I agree. Yep. 
Um, but no, I, I think so. The punishment should be. I actually think all of those things, but also, and I know this will probably sound pretty harsh, but I reckon the club should lose um, portion of their salary cap. Take a hundred grand off the salary cap, whatever it is. Punishment. So you punish the lower end players because no. the club's still going to want to hang on to Cameron Munster. They do whatever they have. To they have to pay them lower end a minimum amount of money. So it just means that eventually, somewhere along the line, probably towards every, right across the board, they'd be losing money right across, you know, player wise. So it's on, on the players, the playing group, and the coaches to ensure, and the club to ensure that they all pull together, toe so the, the line. The fine is from the NRL. What's the penalty? The, the storm hasn't come out with this. Right. Yeah, because that's pretty important because they're the employer, and there should be something in their contract I would have thought to say you will not do idiot stuff and there's an idiot clause in there and if you break that idiot clause then you're going to pay. Do you, what about this? Well the club's responsible for culture as well not the NRL. So yeah. well, It's actually interesting that on SEN the day before that it came out they were saying this would never the Reese Walsh stuff a couple of days before they said uh, on SEN radio that this would never happen in Melbourne. Two days later the story broke. I was like, oops. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about Melbourne as an AFL. No, no, sorry, Melbourne yeah. Storm. Has it ever happened? Is that what you Has it happened at the Storm? It, actually, everyone says no, but Jesse Bromwich, yeah. over in New Zealand, yep. playing for New Zealand, I think, yep. got done for something similar. Yep. It might have been cocaine. And they come back and they say, nothing ever happens in Melbourne. Rubbish, it happened. It's been done before. So what do you say? They, they like it or they like it? No, everyone knew about it. But it's like they've got what they've what well, they've did do it in the game. I think he no, got suspended. No, yeah, Bromwich got suspended, but the club didn't do it because he wasn't playing representing the storm. He wasn't, the storm. He wasn't with the storm. That's right. He was suspended yeah, by yeah. the the league, not the yeah. not the club. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. About the the thing that I was thinking about the Melbourne Storm club and the fact that they haven't really acted yet. It's now dragging out to what a week. Yeah. They've had to have the grand final, so the damage that it's done. If they'd done what Reese Walsh and the Warriors did and talk about it straight away, they'd be done busted. Everyone talks about the Storm being wonderful culture, but they tend to forget the salary cap breaches. And I know some of their players <laughs> still whinge and say, no, they're legitimate premierships. They're not. No. They're over the salary cap. They're not legitimate. That's it's like all the Roosters ones. No, no, no. <laughs> um, um, Bellamy is a fantastic coach and he turns what looked like pretty rather mill first graders at other clubs into superstars. So there's no doubt he's a fantastic coach. But I don't know. I just I wonder how much Cronk, Smith and Slater were the drivers behind the culture. Players generally do drive most of it. Within so the teams. Yeah, your big players, Munster, who's a joker, likes getting on the grog. Mm. Playing pranks on people, there's nothing wrong with that. But can he be your leader? It's, because he's a pretty self imposed responsibility. He right? is, and he's another joker, so who's pulling them into line? Adam Carl's gone. Who else is there senior in that side? Well, Jesse Bromwich. He's yeah. one. Kenny Bromwich would be another. Oh, Fanuka, he's yeah. now going to go. Yeah, he's gone. And um, to hear um, Bellamy talk about him was fantastic after he lost. Yeah, I think they'd be the main ones. Probably Hughes probably steps up into that role now with Papineau's on the list. 
Ah, no, he signed for another couple. Because uh, it does look like he was going to different clubs. He was not talking to Pappenhausen, actually, didn't sign until he knew what Bellamy was looking for. Yeah. Just on signings, Fogarty has gone from Gold Coast Titans to Canberra. Ooh, I hope he's packed his own boots. It's going to be a bit cooler down there. I actually think he's well suited to that club. They need to get the halfbacks. So if it, if that works out, that'd be all right. Not many halfbacks to buy under Ricky Stewart. <laughs> he a hard bargain, no. half. He yeah. killed Brett Finch at the Roosters. <laughs> and you, you have a look at his history with halfbacks. Mm. You think he's played halfback? Yeah, yep. And was a very, Two very, 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 very good halfback. Two but higher expectations. Yeah, he believes a halfback owns every result. Wow, that's interesting. Which actually, I mean, back in the Roosters' heyday. But he had Fiddler at five eight, and that, I, I, I still reckon he cost Fiddler a couple of years. Fiddler, I don't think he was enjoying his footy towards the end because he'd gone from being the man who drove the roosters around the field. Villa Sani cost Fiddler a couple of years, <laughs> um, but he put it all on Finch, and the, the pressure just buckled Finch. Yeah, he's never recovered, has he? He took about drugs and those yeah. issues with it. Um, cricket news, Kel. What's happened in the cricket in the last couple of days? Well, Ravi Ashwin's at it again. Yeah. A year after man catting a guy in the IPL, he got the, the throw come in, hit the hit him and yep. bounced off, which unwritten rule is Don't run. You don't run. He ran. <laughs> ran, <in. laughs> he ran. Was it the winning run by chance or no, just a just no, a normal no, run? It was just a normal run, but yeah. it had uh, it took Twitter spear blowing up. <laughs> Just like you're gonna have a ball come in, yeah, hit the stumps, yeah. and yeah. you can take a run of the tree and shake off the stumps. But as a rule, if it hits you, you, you don't. You don't. Yeah. yeah, because you you've impacted the play. And it's usually because the player, the batsman, sorry, or batter—that's another thing we didn't talk about. Yes. Um, no longer is it named uh, known as batsman. It's a batter. A batter. And all women. So yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, a lot of batters run wicket to wicket, and when so that to the uh, onside or whatever it is, they'll run directly between the the fielder and the stumps. So it's less target to hit. Yeah, yeah, correct, absolutely. So if they do so that, then they get hit. Is less. Does that. That's yeah. Why isn't a batsman a batswoman? Because <laughs> they're batters. Why is that? <laughs> You're wrong. Why isn't it a batswoman? Yeah, I don't know. I just I. I I just know that are, are we not going to be men and women anymore? We're just going to be humans. Oh, some are, th- some prefer not to be called either. It <laughs> 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 just batters, okay. <laughs> not sure which side they bat on, but they just batters, mm-hmm. okay. Now, Kel, I don't know whether you saw this one, but I'm very, very cornered about this one today. Finland's bizarre use of eight slick versus England leads cricket fans. Windy's doing it in the heyday with the bloke rolling down, you know, 
his fast ball. Really So if you're not vaccinated, fully vaccinated, if you want to go from here to, say, New South Wales to Queensland, they're going to make you wait again. Yeah. It's, it's interesting they're talking about opening up international borders yeah. halfway through November. For fully vaccinated. Yeah, but on return home, obviously, seven-day quarantine. quarantine. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if with the England cricket side coming and fully vaccinated, then it's a good chance to have a quarantine for seven days. Well, that do the white house here. struggling to get a, a game over in the IPL and with the T20 around the corner in November, T20 World Cup, that's probably a bit of a worry for us. Yeah, but where, where's most of our players aren't playing T20 at the moment anyway? They're playing Shield at the moment. Josh Football, Daniel Sturridge, formerly of Chelsea and Liverpool has just uh, signed with the Perth team here in Australia, which is great. Going to boost the league. It'll be the highest, it's only 32, it'll be the highest, well, roughly 32 years of age. It'll be the highest profile sign, I think, in their time. Oh, oh, oh no, all on. night, Dwight. Yeah, yeah. Dwight York. Who's he playing for? Who's, who's Perth, Glory. Perth, Glory. Okay. Sturridge was, he was in the England hmm. 
squad for 2014 World Cup and uh, 2016 Euro. So he, he can play. Paul Henson's nephew. He'll, he'll, he'll be exciting. As long as he, he doesn't party like Paul Knight did. <laughs> but, uh, Champions League, Man U got over Villarreal uh, 2-1. Juventus over Chelsea 1-0. Benfica beat Barcelona 3-0. And Liverpool beat Porto 5-1. So lots of... Um, Barcelona look like they're falling off their perch. Griffith City could beat Barcelona. <laughs> they're seventh in La Liga. Yeah. So, they haven't lost a game, but three wins, three draws. So money talks. Apparently they were struggling for finance. Well, that's it. Like. it, it ma- that makes that Super League that they were trying to get up and running make a lot more sense. For who? For them? For the clubs that were involved in it. Yeah. You, you end up Real Madrid, Barcelona. Not for the fans, obviously. No. So, golf news, uh, America beat, or USA beat Europe 19-9, and they now lead in the, well, that was the 43rd Ryder Cup, and they uh, now lead the overall 2014. So, they're almost twice, twice the winners. A bit like the European tennis, which goes the other way. Explain to me. What's that? What do you mean by that? Uh, what's, what's a tennis version of the Ryder Cup? Absolutely. Team Europe versus Team World. Oh, okay. um, team Europe belt of us again the other day. The Aussies have it. Oh, yes, Kyrgios yeah, played. Oh, did he? Yeah. And he came out and said, basically, he doesn't know how much time he's got left in the sport. Just Kyrgios? Yeah. How old is he? 26. Yeah. Just retire, mate. I'm sick and tired of hearing from him. Talking golf, I suggest if you're Bitcoin and you're a bit of a prude, you don't go anywhere near a golf course. There always is. <laughs> Maybe for crude people like you. <laughs> but yes, they've... Um, I've seen lots of snakes. They've let Victorians back on golf courses. Snakes. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I won't go there. <laughs> and worms. <laughs> yeah, what's happening, girls? Yeah, they've let them back on the golf courses, but no use of no access facilities. To... So what about so an outdoor dunk? beer or whatever. The outdoor loo? Well, that's what I'm talking about. I reckon there'll be a lot of the outdoor loos being used. Some of these elite golf courses have toilets around them as well. But if it's closed in, it's indoor. You can't use it. So it's it, outdoor. outdoor. So they need to plug in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Just line up. Plunk yourself. Like a long drop. Like a cubicle with three or four. Glass back to the cubicle. <laughs> Just bring back the long drops. Public urinal at 6.30. Yeah, long drops with some of them didn't even have. You, you, might, get, you might get some strange, strange people taking up golf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the Olympics, Kelvin? Uh, there's been a controversy over the last couple of days. Can you believe that boxing might be corrupt? Who <laughs> <laughs> would ever heard of boxing being corrupt? I think you should give you up, sir. That never happens. No, there's a report which was commissioned by the International Boxing Association, which basically says that there's likely 10 bouts of the Rio Olympics were um, manipulated by officials, um, compliant and complicit referees and judges, and 
the president of the association at the time, Ching Tu Wu, and Director Colin Bozidi were right in it, had their snouts in the top. So they were on their toes. They were. So, but the problem in boxing for five thousand years, however long boxing. Well, I was, I was expecting a comment from Fennick because. Sorry about that. I'll take that out later. <laughs> Fennick was robbed. Was it really? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was yes. wasn't the Olympics. So, what about, um, I was going to say this, what about the Olympics are corrupt anyway? They're corrupt for ages. Yeah, well, there's, there's a few books about that. Yeah, boxing, you, you wonder sometimes about the discrepancies in some of the scorecards. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Mm. Now, I, I don't, I'm assuming what they do is they'll count how many, how many, Punches they throw and how many connect. That's a big part of it, obviously. And they normally score about a round 10 9, 10 to the win, and 9 to lose, unless there's a knockdown and 50 10 points. So it's not that difficult, but it's amazing the number of times they get the 10 wrong and the 9 wrong on who's thrown all the punches and who's landed them. I think it's not amazing, it's just what it is. What's that, Charlo? as well, but when the, everyone who saw the fight figured that the judges had obviously done their cards before the bout, or one of the judges had anyway. Yeah, because it was a draw. Was, yeah. <clears throat> but one of the judges was just so far mm. out of the park, it's yeah, not funny. Yeah, that's right. The, the other two were on the money, and the, the, yeah. the one that was a big outlier. That's right. So there's a big upset during the week in boxing with uh, Anthony Joshua getting done oh, that's right. by the Ukraine. Stepped up from cruiserweight to heavyweight and won. And won. Wow. So that was a huge upset. Mm, it was. Are there going to be a refight? Fight under 30, yeah. What are you talking about? And Big Pacquiao, he retired. He did. He's finally. Yeah, finally. <laughs> Making a run for president. He's already he's in the parliament over there, yeah. I believe. But, um, yeah, he's in a very good fair world of boxing. Yeah. Was there someone else from the Olympics got into trouble <laughs> in week two, Kelly? Yeah. You talk about. It's, it's not just our athletes that are the biggest two bricks. <laughs> Clay Keller, two-time U.S. gold medal swimmer, pleaded guilty to obstructing Congress in those riots they had. During the Trump era? Yes. They've already had the, the exit. Right, exactly. <laughs> Guess what he wore to the riot to keep himself conspicuous? Oh, I think American flag. A official team jacket bearing U.S. Logo, Olympic logo, team jacket, yeah. With an arm patch that read U.S. Olympic team. <laughs> <laughs> How hard do you reckon he was to track down? Oh, dear. Well, at least some of them went to a bit of effort to hide their faces. Yeah. He, he wore everything you could see. Oh, my goodness. Just before we leave the Olympics, there's one guy who did go to the Olympics back in the past, Joseph Gilbert. Oh, yeah. see the I think it's December. Is it? Yeah. Well, he's yeah, making noises about having a look at the next Olympics too. Surely he can't be going down that long. Why would you? Yeah. Well, it won't be as long as normal. Oh, this one was true. delayed. Yeah. Year old. Yeah. yeah. It's only a couple of years away, really. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's already three years. It's still a fair time for yeah. boxing and footy. Yeah. Can, can they fight professionally and go to the Olympics? No. I don't think. Well, no. There's some rules because he did with Gamma. 
Some sort of the rules around it, otherwise you'd have Joshua at the Olympics. And but that's that's why I don't understand you. Why not? Not that you put the soccer. You can only be down under twenty threes plus two older players. Like they have different rules for. It's interesting. Different sports, different rules. I, I'd like them when the Olympics were just amateur. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I think they've lost it now because with soccer, the World Cup is. Remember the. Slams in tennis are greater than the Olympics. There's so many things in the Olympics now where the Olympics is not the premium event. America versus Russia in the basketball is a yep. you know, as amateurs. Then there was the um, ice hockey. Yeah, same um, same two teams, if not identical. Um, just on rugby, so Argentina got itself <laughs> in a bit of strife. They went, went to the beach and didn't come back. So in between games, or before the game, they've gone to. The Gold Coast, was it? No, they went to Byron Bay. Oh, that's right, on the way so up. They're meant to be yeah. they're playing, they're staying on the Gold Coast, playing on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Went to Byron Bay. They heard all about it, even though it had COVID cases recently. Yeah. But they broke the out. That's right, they buried the out. No idea. What? 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 So what's yeah. happened? Are they still on? So they're, they're still sitting. I don't know. They're probably yeah. tweeting. It's sitting at the border, but um, poor bastard. They're not playing. Byron Bay stuck yeah. in Byron Bay. <laughs> I was going to say, if I got turned around and tweeted, I would have just went back to Byron Bay. Well, they just went beaten by the Wallabies. Yeah. They thought, "Why not? Why not? Why not?" For a bit of action. Why not? And we don't have to do this again next yeah. Saturday. <laughs> we'll be at the beach. <laughs> Six right. of them and what? A couple of managers. <laughs> so, so and you've got um, so in that game. When's that on? Assistant coach as well, or, or is just purely a player? No, purely a player. Wow. I'm, I'm, it sort of doesn't make low. sense. But matches are now. Three oh, there you go. Three wins of Wow. So there's some the other stuff. Guys, first scoring a penalty yeah. goal in a game rugby unit. NFL's kicked off, NBA's starting up in a couple of weeks, but I thought we'd just go, while well, we've got a little bit of time left, we'll go over the uh, big game, which is tomorrow night in Queensland with 75, well, no, 75%, roughly 50,000 people at Suncorp. 
So we've got Panoraflane South. And really, for me, the deciding factors are, for Penrith, they need to set up their win early. So it's all up the middle of the field. They need to set up the, you know, against South in the first game they played in the semis, South dominated the middle, which hadn't been hadn't been their strength previously. That seemed to be their weakness. But this game, Penrith need to dominate that area. If they don't, South will, South will win. The rest will help South in that area. <laughs> How's that? Well, no, the rest. Not the oh, refs. the refs. The, the refs will turn that out of bounds. They're not about I thought, oh, I thought that's where you were yeah. going again. I thought, oh, my God. Yeah. No, the refs will help. Yeah. Fresher, fresher forwards. Well, they need to, in my opinion, they need to win the little battles. So, South, to get on top of Penrith. So, Penrith are dogged. They stayed in the fight the whole way through with Melbourne. So, they need to be up for that challenge, that really grind. Yeah. You know, competing on everything, the kick chasing, the, all that sort of stuff, and can, outplay Penrith that way. Penrith do it three weeks in a row. Oh, I think Melbourne. If they physically can hold hold their medal, like the, that, that's they my the question: is, is have they spent too much already in the last two weeks? Yeah, I mean Melbourne was a, a rugged game. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. If you're in a grand final, you just got to find a way. Who's yeah. the, the most important player? For which team? Well, I'm assuming it's... Halfback on base or Cleary. Cook, I mean, Cook's pretty important for Souths. I mean, he gets to run any run he wants. I mean, he's pretty important. If they get a run on, he's hard to stop. So is Walker. But I just reckon Reynolds is what actually ties that all together. That's why Reynolds played on a busted groin the other day. So if, if it had been a few months ago, I'd say Fisher-Harris for Penrith. He's, I was looking at his stats prior to round 19 he was averaging 173 metres since then 89 so half the output so he's obviously playing very injured you have a look at his knees tomorrow night you'll see he's all bandaged up so he's obviously playing busted they've played each other twice this year first time Penrith 50 yeah 50 plus for Penrith 56-12 no Penrith Again, 25 oh, to 12 in round 23. They've played three times, yeah. Then, then South in the semi, 16-10. Okay. So maybe South getting to about 15. Yep. They obviously can. I didn't think they could win the first time they played them, and they did. Yeah. In the semis. Well, in the last time, well, so, yeah, they're trying to be competitive in round 16. Mm. Yeah, okay. I, reckon, I just reckon Penrith are too busted. But Dylan Edwards is going to be needled up to be on the Yeah, he's another one, yeah. Uh, Harris, like I said, has got a knee injury. And uh, Linneu, or I don't know how to pronounce that. Linneu. He's got a calf injury. Um, Yeah, that's probably about it for their side. He's done. He was great last week too. I thought he was really good. He He is, but I'm so glad he's not there because I hate that concept. Yeah. Playing playing for the Broncos until six weeks before the end of the year, go and play for Panthers and then go and play for the Bulldogs next year. That's just... Yeah, I, th- I think also South, if Reynolds was injured, he's going to have a doctor injury. Yeah, Marshall can cover for it. Whereas in the Penrith team, if you lost someone like, I don't know, Edwards, who's, who would step into that role? Brian. Yeah, you'd have to look quite the back. And then you've got to bring someone up, maybe Naden up the, yeah, the bench. Yeah, Naden on the ball. The full three. 
Yeah, well, I don't think he'll be picked in the 18 stays. No, I think no. So Naden will be the he will be 18. So it'd be interesting. Uh, I've actually think I still think Penrith. Just my gut tells me they're going to win. And I think I'm going to go really out there and say that Liam. Oh, what's his name? Is it Liam Martin? What's his name? Liam Martin. Yeah, the centre, the second row. Yeah. I think he'll win the end of the match. Liam Martin. Wow. And Fabio Capewell. It'll be a Scott Sattler moment or something like that. Yeah. If South win, Cody Walker will win it. Or Reynolds. You see, almost see the, the, the theatre of uh, Reynolds, you know, 40 20s or a field goal to win it, something like that, and taking them home. You could see it happening, couldn't you? Don't make me think about South uh, winning. Two point field goal for a victory. Oh, well, there you no, go. That would just he did that from my, the sideline. That would make my head explode. But if you look at last week, It's a good game, but particularly against the storm. Yeah, but the that's storm. not what the league wants. No, but it was a good game. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I agree. With you. Some of the best games have been those low-scoring games. So will it be a high-scoring game? Yeah, I reckon. A bit more open. Yeah, we'll be. Yeah, I'm going. I think twenty-six to twelve. Come on. Yeah. I think South will win. I think they're yeah, the proper so form side. To yeah, be they are. I think they form counts. I also think defence wins these games, and right now Penrith are looking better than South. Oh, South! They played these guys. Yeah, and then they played Manly. Manly wasn't a big hit out, was it? No, but it was more about their attack than their defence. Yeah, they defend all right. Manly, Manly, Manly had two tries to sell out. In you know, quick succession, and then South scored on the back of it. But had Manly scored, it yeah. could have been a different game. Yeah, true. But so the, on, just on the betting market, dollar sixty eight Panthers two twenty five, which is wow. identical to the AFL. Is it? Is it really? Yeah. Melbourne were dollar sixty eight. I reckon the only difference is Bulldogs were two twenty six, not two twenty five. There you go. And and on the flip side of that, the South are the ones that have had the. The, the the greatest time. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. mate. Like, you'd almost, uh, it'd be almost bet, worth betting on South. Yeah, they're over the odds. Mm. Uh, it's a pretty level game. Yeah. Mind you, I thought the AFL final was pretty, well, it was a level game, but it was Melbourne, yeah. it was Dogs, <laughs> that's true. and it was just, mm. I've, I've never seen anything like that, assault from Melbourne at the end. And I suspect that this game, right up to like sort of three quarters of the game, will be tight. And then one of those teams is going to break it over. That's why I say it's 26-12. It'll be close to the... As long as it's close, then that's what it will be. Yep. So well, that's I, I it. I reckon that, that's South winning more so, if that's the case, because they've got, they'll have more pep up. Are we going to have a team... Are we going to have a bet? Team bet? I don't think we've got any money we left. We've spent it all. Oh, I don't know. I haven't looked for ages. You don't have to look. You just no, know. I kind of know, yeah. Just an update. Wallaby, 8-0. Got Argentina. Over Argentina. And tonight at 5 past 8, we've got the box, the blacks. Did, did they? Anyway, no, they didn't. Australia beat the 